Hello, everyone. It is Kathy with Backyard Columbus, and today's episode is on raised bed gardening. I think that backyard gardening is very relaxing. It can be very meditative, and it is great for kids. So one of the reasons why I got started, and I'm talking about vegetable gardening here, um, when I was young, my mom allowed me to plant a small vegetable garden in the backyard. And one of the things that I planted was potatoes. It sounds kind of boring, but uh, you know what? For me, it ended up being kind of like a little adventure because it was like I was digging for a buried treasure. Every time I'd put the shovel in the ground, I'd find another potato. And I don't know, that just made me very happy. So anyway, as an adult, have my own house in the suburbs. I mean, we have our own house in the suburbs. I decided to start a small garden. That's kind of what got me on my whole gardening journey in the backyard was, you know, I started with a few trees and bushes as far as the habit you know, like the nature part. But in the other part of our yard, in the sunny part, vegetables must have sun, I planted a small raised bed. And so right out of the gate, I'd like to tell you that one of the best resources that you can get on this subject would be Mel Bartholomew's Square Foot Gardening. So if you're seeing this on YouTube, the Square Foot Gardening book fantastic resource, practically the only thing you're going to need, okay? So it really explains everything in depth. But like I've said before, I'm kind of your idea guy. So I viewed January as a great time to think about what you would like to do in the spring and summer. So we have really nothing else to do outside. You know, it's gray, it's cold. And so it's nice and fun to think about what we could do in the summer because they're happy thoughts. But it's also a great time to start planning because for me, you know, I blink and, and it started out as January and I blink and it's April. And by then I should have started seeds. Look, you can buy your own plants and plant those as well, but I like to start seeds, okay? So square foot gardening, what is that? So square foot gardening is, you have I'm sure that many of you have seen them by now, they are raised beds. So whether that's cedar, just regular wood, plastic or corrugated steel, it is a four by four foot bed, like a great big giant square, and you put it on top of the ground. So no more digging like these trenches in your yard, you know, digging up a whole area. You can just put not weed block, but usually a lot of people now do, it's called a sheet mulch. And you put down, let's just imagine in our minds, a 16 square foot square in a sunny spot in your yard. You lay um, cardboard down to kill the grass. And then you put all of your soil mixture on top of that. And the book that I just mentioned will tell you everything you need to know about what kind of soil. The only thing I will say, organic garden soil would be at bare minimum what you want, not topsoil. I made that mistake once. I went and bought a bunch of topsoil because I thought, oh, yay, dirt. And it was cheap. And topsoil is like fill dirt, like dead, barren dirt. So garden soil, on the other hand, has organic matter in it. And organic garden soil would be the best, then it doesn't have anything sketchy in it. Okay. So you plop all that soil in that 16 square foot box and then plant 
whatever you like. And so I have my notes here. One of the things that I would say, because I love planting stuff, so I'll find these obscure things and I'll plant this and I'll plant that. And then at the end of the season, I've taken up all of this space and I don't eat any of that. Eggplant. Eggplant is a perfect example. There are so many different kind of eggplants that you can plant. And some of them are cute little white ones, cute little purple ones. And so I planted those, took up a whole bunch of space and as it turns out, I just really don't like eggplant. I don't know really how to cook it. My husband doesn't like to eat it. So it finally occurred to me after five years, stop planting things that I don't use. So for me, I'm a very plain eater to be truthful with you. So I plant the basics, cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers, and squash. Really in essence, that's about it. So anyway, Let's get back to the basics and what to think about if you would like to start a vegetable garden. So we're talking about 16 square feet. And if you'd like to do more, you can always add more beds. But if you haven't gardened for a while, or you're or I'll say if you're new to gardening, I don't want you to get overwhelmed and quit. So if you are um, somebody who has extra time, like you have more time than the average person, then sure, you could start out with two square foot garden beds, uh, two 16 square foot garden beds. But if you're short on time, you're busy doing whatever it is you do. You're a parent, you're a busy professional, you're into all kinds of whatever it is, then I would just say start out with one 16 square foot bed. Now, if you have just a small patio, like you're in an apartment, there are lots of options for that. You could, they have uh, these garden boxes that are raised and they look like giant window boxes and usually they're on wheels. So that's a great choice if you have a small patio or you have a balcony. You can still do this kind of thing. And I do believe that in that book, they will address that as well. So you just plant for the space that you have. Okay. So make it close to the house. So if you have a yard, I'd make it close to the house. Don't put it, don't think about this and say, oh, I have this spot way out in the back of my yard because more than likely, I know I would be this way. I don't, maybe I don't feel like going clear out there. You know what I mean? Like I would make it close in somewhere that you walk by every day so that you don't forget about it because that's going to defeat the purpose if everything dies because you forgot to water it. Okay. So a sunny location, near where you always are. So if you're around your garage, if you're around your patio, if you're around your pool, I mean, whatever it is where you're going to be, I would, in, 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 in a sunny location, I would make sure that's where you put the garden bed. Um, so it's above ground. We've put our soil in it, in our 16 square foot garden bed. And the beauty of having a six or uh, uh, raised beds, okay? The traditional old time way was you went into uh, a part of your yard, you dug up all the grass, and you planted everything in rows. There's nothing in essence really wrong with that, but it's much less efficient. Okay, so especially if you have a suburban backyard, and you want things to be nice and tidy, and you don't have a lot of space, again, the square foot gardening method is great. So what it also does is you get more harvest and less weeds because everything's squished together, but not so squished that air doesn't get between all of the plants. If you don't have good airflow between your plants, then things end up getting like a mold and fungus and things like that. So actually, you know what? I think that's really it. So let's cover what we've, or let's uh, go over what we've covered. Think of where you have the most sun 
get a raised bed, whether it's on wheels or, and by the way, you can purchase a square foot garden bed. Costco, Amazon, a local nursery perhaps would have these square foot. It's They're prefabbed. So all you have to do is put them together. Now, if you're handy and want to buy your own stuff, then that's great. I, I'm sort of glad I wound my way around to this point. If you're going to build your own and you're going to buy your own wood, do not get pressure treated lumber. That wood is full of chemicals. And so you don't really want that leaching into the soil that you're going to grow your food in. All right. So very important that you get kind of as pure of wood as you have or that you can find. We started all of our beds with wood. Wood is not very cheap anymore. And I will tell you, look off the top of my head, I don't know how many years I got out of it, but you'd almost be better off buying the plastic prefab things. We bought ours from Costco, corrugated metal. I do not know how long that lasts, but anyway, probably a little bit better choice than just straight standard wood. So that's really it. You find a spot and then start to think about what you'd like to plant by the book. And that's it. You will be able to really enjoy growing your own vegetables. And I will add on a very quick last note is if you have one little square foot or a nearby uh, couple of pots to plant some um, pollen producing flowers like zinnias, there's plenty of native options as well. But zinnias are just really easy and they look really pretty. Cosmos, um, even uh, marigolds, to be honest with you, I'm saying this because they will attract bees. And bees pollinate your tomato plants and your squash plants and your cucumbers so and peppers. So that's very important. If you don't have anything else in your yard, I'm kind of glad I wound my way around to this point as well. If you're just getting started with everything and you don't have a lot of flowers in your yard yet, I'm hoping to convince you to do that. And you're just starting with a garden bed, which is totally fine. Everyone has to start somewhere. Uh, we want to attract bees into our yard because those help pollinate your vegetables uh, your they the vegetable starts out as a flower okay it, it's your seed sprouts it grows develops a flower and then that flower develops into your vegetable but if you don't have any bees to pollinate those flowers you are not going to get a vegetable so if you can spare one pot of a pollen producing flower like like I said a zinnia cosmos or marigold then you'll attract the bees and your garden will be more bountiful so hopefully that's given you some ideas it's really very fun to have your own garden and I have to say that kids if you are a parent kids absolutely love picking their own food so get the book it'll tell you all the in-depth information that you need. And again, I thank you for listening and shoot me an email um, or hit me up on social media, Backyard Columbus, with any other questions. Thank you.